coming to you all in the name of our Lord Jesus Christ, our Savior. I want to welcome you to my daily podcast. My name is Gabriel Adebayo. I am your host. I want to continue in what I started with you a couple of days ago concerning the greatness of God and the power of God. Um, many of us want to deny the existence of God not by saying that there is no God we deny him by not truly believing that he can do certain things in our life Um, we we deny him by not believing that nothing is impossible for him to do and this is something that is very common because once what we um, needed or wanted from God does not come on time. We tend to look at God and say that, um, that God is not God. God can do anything, and we fail to understand that the only one who knows what we need more than more than us is God. Let me start by sharing with you a little story of a man that I that I read about um, who left church because. Um, his, his wife was sick and he prayed and prayed and prayed and prayed and nothing happened in his prayer. He thought he was that, that, that God would save his wife and eventually it didn't happen that way. So he was angry and he said, why would a good God let bad things happen to people like this? And he left, he left the church. But then he got sick a couple of years later and he was still very bitter. And one of his friends, who is also a believer, went to him and said, um, would you give your life to Christ now? And he said unto that man, he says, no, I will not give my life to Christ because there's no reason for me to. I, I gave my life to him before and he never protect me, never do anything. And the man shared with him the story of David when he first impregnated um, Bathsheba. And Bathsheba gave birth to a boy, not Solomon, but the one she gave birth before Solomon. And the Bible said that the child was sick, very, very sick. And David prayed and fasted and did everything that is possible. Uh, but yet the child died. And he looked up, he says, she will not, he will not come to me, I will go to him. One of the important parts that we miss in life is that there are things that is bound to happen and it's going to happen. And it happened because God only can take the glory. I love what Isaiah says in the book of Isaiah chapter 40, verse 13. It says, Who had directed the spirit of the Lord, or who being counselor, had taught him? Who do you know that can say, I'm a council member of heaven. I I, I, I tell God, I debate with God what God should do. And he called us together. I was one of those that gave him advice. I've never met anyone like that. And if there's anyone that is boastfully saying that, they're probably out of their head. No one can tell God, no one directs his spirit, no one tell God, God what, what God should do. In other words, God do what he chose to do at the time that he wants to do it. Furthermore, in that book of Isaiah chapter 40, verse 14 says, with whom took he counsel and who instructed him and taught him in the path of judgment, and taught him knowledge, and showed to him the way of understanding. And when you when you when you tally all this together, you will surely agree with me 
that there is no one as supreme as God. No wonder Hannah cried out and Hannah said, uh, um, there is no one like God. Uh, He's my rock and my salvation. God is, is the ultimate, ladies and gentlemen. God is the ultimate. And what I meant by ultimate is that there is none else in the world. The book of Psalms says that uh, power belongeth to him. All power belongeth to him. So which means whatever power, whatever knowledge, whatever understanding that we have in this world is a shared knowledge, is a shared wisdom, is a shared understanding of probably 1% of God's knowledge that he sent into the world that we all shared. And so, and, and I call that shared because everything that we do, we, 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 ref, we refer to someone. Someone has done it before we do it. We may just modernize it um, or rephrase it. There's nothing we're doing that is new. But the Bible says there is nothing new um, under the earth. So, so on the things I say to you, even when things that you are expecting from God is not going the direction that you think it will go, there is only one thing you have to understand. God, you, you are in charge of this. I am not in charge. Because the Bible says that he will give us an expected end. And the fact that he will give us an expected end is the reason why we must henceforth know that even if I, if I refuse to know him, he still cares about me. So why would I, why would I, why would I um, uh, shun him off in my way? Now, let me, let me quickly say this out before I, I get uh, carried away or get lost uh, in, in this. Verse 12 of the book of Isaiah chapter 40 says unto us, Who had measured the waters in the hollow of his hand, and measured out heaven with the span, and comprehended the dust of the earth in a measure? And he weighed the mountains, the mountain scales, and the hill in the balance. Who had done that? It is God. So which means he knows the amount of dust. He knows the water, the size of the water. He measured the hills. Ah, God. Now, now I, I, I don't know if you, are, you will understand what I'm saying. I am not sure that if you can comprehend that when someone get to understand these facts, when when someone get to know this fact, um, then you are rest assured that when you trust him, you are in a safe place. <laughs> Blessed is the man who has no trust in anything of the world but of God. And, and this is the joy that is in there that you will have to ask God to open up your understanding to know truly that God there's just nothing I can do by myself there is nothing so for that reason I'm totally submitting myself to you that you will be in charge and you will control me if no one directs God if no one tells God what to do if no one sits with him and counsel with him, then be rest assured, God does not need anyone's approval before he bless you. Neither does he need anyone's accusation before he judge you. Nah. Yeah. Hey, there's no one that can turn you, can turn God away from you. you. You're the one that should turn yourself uh, away from God. And I say this to say to you that in some areas of our life, we have we have turned ourselves away from God. And, and the way we turn ourselves away from God is by not fully believing Him. <laughs> he takes something away from us and put it in the trash, and we go to the trash and we're digging them out. We're looking for it and we say, no, I don't feel like throwing it away. It, it still looks good. Uh, and occasionally we want to just inspect that thing that he has thrown in the trash. And 
we go back again. I, I know I don't know why he had to throw this. In. I'm, I'm still using the future. I've never seen anyone who befriend an enemy like human being. We are because what kills us, what will hinder us, what will obstruct us is exactly what we fall in love with, and it's destructive. It's destructive for anyone to turn away from God to say that God can't do anything. It's destructive for simple fact that God didn't do what you ask Him to do at the time that you want Him to do it, to then say that God, you are not right. <laughs> and yet the Bible tells us so many of the stories that even there was a man whose name is called Paul, Apostle Paul, who heals other people of their infirmities, but yet he couldn't heal himself. He has he has a pain on the side that he begged God all the time for God to heal him, and and he was never healed till he died. So just listen. Your complaint does not change who God is. Your praise does not change who God is. So if none of this change who God is, then we should believe truly, ladies and gentlemen, that we'll have to continue praising Him. Solomon says something that is very not not just an uh, an understatement for it. it's it's just uh, oh God it, 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 it's something that will always blow my mind in verse uh, uh, five of chapter three he says acknowledge him in all your ways now what he meant is that when you acknowledge God it doesn't mean that God will always approve what you acknowledge him of. When he says he will direct you in all your ways, doesn't mean that you always you always have your way. Nah. Directing in all your ways means that some areas he will say no, but you want yes, and God will say no. Some areas he will say yes, and you will say no. Do you know how many things that God had done for you without your approval? So when the Bible says, I will direct you in all your ways, be ready for a no along the line, because God is going to say no in some area. And he's gonna say yes in some areas, because when you when you have a child, you don't give your child everything. Yes, you're the mother, but you don't give your child anything. The child will do something that you say no, 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 no. You're too young for that. Or your child will want something that you say no, 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 no. You can't do that. So if we can do that to our children, can you imagine then how God can do us? So when the Lord God will direct your path, know with this fact that it is not all your way will be God's way. God bless you. God keep you. God cause his face to shine upon you. I want to thank you again for joining me in this broadcast. I'll be back in continuation of this. Thank you.